Hello, friends. Welcome back to another edition of the Slumber Party podcast, where I will attempt once again to not bang my mic. Lisa, can I do it? I believe in you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, for those watching on YouTube today, I am in a little bit of a different location. Um, I'm doing some media over the next couple of days. So I am in a hotel room in Toronto. I am not having marital issues. Well, maybe I am, but that's not why I'm here. (laughs) I'm not, but um, not currently. Um, And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm in Toronto. I have a little bit of a different space today, Um, but we had a very special um, episode plan, and I absolutely didn't want to miss it. So I packed up my office. I can work just about anywhere. This is one of the wonderful things about being a sleep consultant. You can work just about anywhere, Um, including, I mean, Zara, we're going to touch on this. Yesterday, you were in a spa, and I was like, oh, God, Zara just lives her life. Exactly. Like, we're going to talk. Sorry. While working. Yes. Yes. This is it. I'm going to do a quick quick quick. Welcome, Lisa. How are you today? Thank you. Hi, I'm great. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Hi. Um, And welcome to Zara, member of the Baby's Best Sleep Team. Welcome, Zara. Hi, guys. So excited to be here. I'm so excited to finally have you. Now, Zara actually started, and we kind of talked about this with Deanna's episode um, last week, but Zara, you started in April, and then I feel like the summer was a blur, and then we had to like reschedule this episode so many times, and now we're actually doing it, which is so exciting. So I want to say you're new, but you're not really. Um, But no, I, I, what I love about what you do. So Zara is a member of the team. Zara's joined my certification program, um, was one of the, I mean, you have such a good story. We should, I'll save your story for your story, but, um, was one of my first, uh, folks to sign up. Um, and then when we were looking for team members, um, I, I kind of tapped Zara because we were looking for specifically social workers and those who um, um, can provide those services. Anyway, so uh, what I love, so Zara, you joined the team and you are constantly living your best life. And I know like Instagram is kind of like that anyway. Like Instagram is one of those things where it's everyone's highlight reel, right? But you're always like in a in a hot tub being like <laughs> working or like Hi. on a beach working. <laughs> I'm like, yes, honestly. I'm like, yes. I, I really, this is what I love. And I was in New York City um, last week. It's all a blur. Two weeks ago. And um, I was working and a friend of mine was like, oh, do you hate having to work all the time? And I'm like, no, the alternative would be me at home or me in a classroom. I wouldn't be here. So I don't mind answering this text message while I'm walking around Central Park. <laughs> I don't mind totally. That's okay. Totally. Um, totally. So yeah, I mean, what we really love to do, and I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot, is I just want to kind of like share your story. Tell us who you are. Why are you here? Um, All of that stuff. Awesome. Hi, everyone. I'm Zara. (laughs) So excited to be here. Um, Yeah, my story, it like literally is, it's full circle. It's, it's a very crazy story, in my opinion. Um, I had a pandemic baby. Um, I can, I'm just going to literally start from the beginning. Go for Um, it. 
so I, I had a pandemic baby after, um, losing, losing a child, like my first baby I lost. Um, and so getting pregnant during the pandemic, having a rainbow preg- like baby in pregnancy during the pandemic was extremely stressful. Finally, you know, I, I had the baby. It was, you know, obviously a very, very stressful time, but I was extremely happy to have, to, to have a baby to hold. And, um, the sleep journey kind of began and I've yeah. been a social worker for 10 years. Um, I've worked in child welfare um, and it, it stunned me that I had no idea what sleep mm-hmm. was going to be like. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it's just totally kind of hit me of like, everyone told me about what breastfeeding should be like, what poop should look like, what this should look like, what that should look like, what everything should look like. But no one actually told me about sleep and what to truly expect other than that you should sleep when the baby sleeps, you're never going to sleep again, all the things that you hear. And Um, let's pause on that. Let's pause on that. The amount of shit talk, and I mean literal talk about baby shit is quite extensive. There are pictures on the internet of baby's diapers, what it needs to look like. And we still are not talking about potential sleep loss in the newborn phase, especially in the newborn phase. It's wild to me. It's wild. Yeah. And yeah, I did like postpartum classes. I researched stuff. I I did things that I thought would kind of prepare myself. That's just my, like who I am and I like to be prepared. So it it just was a real shock when things kind of started. So of course I went deep into the sleep world and researching and trying to figure it out. And everyone kept telling me about taking I actually, I won't, I won't go into who, but everyone would tell you like, do this, try this course, try that. Um, I tried, you know, different things, lots of different things and, um, sleep just, it never kind of, it was never kind of what I thought it would be or what I would see other people sort of achieving. And it, it took a real hit on my mental health. I also had yeah. postpartum anxiety. Um, and yeah, I, you know, it just, it got to a point where, you know, it went on for a while, a while. And, um, you know, I followed baby's best sleep. I got, I listened to podcasts, like while I was contact napping, all the things got so much like support from that. I felt like a true community. I really felt like, like baby's best sleep and Amanda and like the team was part of like my parenting journey. And, um, yeah, eventually I ended up, you know, working with a consultant, um, you know, and it, it, changed everything. It was just having someone in my corner. It was reassurance. It was a cheerleader for myself. And even though I thought I, I I could do it on my own and and I had all the research and I I thought I had all that, it was just having that person, um, and and taking the guesswork out of it and, and all of that. So, yeah, I mean, that's in a nutshell, like my journey. Um, and then, and then the other side of things is, you know, um, as a South Asian woman, I'm a South Asian woman, um, sleep, training is like a really a word that nobody knows about. I actually didn't even know what sleep training was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, one random night I was having a deep conversation with a friend and I was like, you know, like we need to bring this to our community. People need to know like this is possible. Sleep is possible. It doesn't have to be like what we think it needs to be or what we're told. And I'm going to write to Amanda. I'm going to ask her if she does like a, a, any sort of training. Cause I'm so interested in this. I want to bring awareness to my like demographic. I want to, you know, bring this. And so I wrote to Amanda and yeah, she wrote back to me. You wrote back to me. And then <laughs> it kind of just all came full circle. And I get goosebumps thinking about it because like, here I am. I, I, I didn't think that I would be here, but I absolutely love, you know, supporting clients on their sleep journeys. Um, you know, I had a lot of like sleep was just such a, 
it was always the topic for me. Yeah. I tracked sleep forever, uh, like way too long than I should have, um, you know, <laughs> and um, yeah, like to be here supporting parents, like it, it's truly just, I don't know, it's full circle. And I, I love what I do. I love being on this team. And yeah. Oh, mm. I love that. I'm going to cry. Makes- <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Just let it go. Yeah. This is a pot. Um, I am a crier. So tears are always welcome. But I remember you, emailing me and I was in the process, I believe, of creating my program. And I was like, just wait. It's so funny. Like I I am I'm someone who isn't really religious, but I do believe in science. And there was like 18 people being like, Do you have a program? Hi, do you have a program? And then I had I always talk about it on the on the podcast where we had a client who was from overseas and was like, I want to do this in my country. Like, do you have a program? And then I was like, okay. And then I did have the program. I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then I basically reached out to all of the folks who had asked me about it to be like, just a heads up, I'm doing a trial run of this. And you were like, yes. And what the the best thing, this is the best thing I love about the programming so far is that like everyone comes to me with their limiting beliefs about themselves. And you know, I have a lot of flaws. One of the things I'm really happy about myself is that I think anything is possible. I really do. I don't really think that I'm not, oh, look, I'm in Toronto. Can you hear the sorrows? <laughs> I slept through this last night pretty well. Um, but I really, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm sure there are things that I limit myself on, but when it came to this program, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Or like when I did my own training, it's like, yeah, I'm going to have a business. And then when you get on the phone with so many people, they're like, well, can I do it? And you have been someone I remember to be like, are you, are you serious? I'm like, Zora, yes. Look at your level of experience. I remember that. Yeah. And then would be like, this girl does not know how amazing she is. <laughs> I am <laughs> always flabbergasted yeah. Yeah. when people are like, well, you know, I you have a, a personality. Mm. And I'm like, but personally, I'm an extrovert. I don't really want an extrovert to be ever working with me. I would prefer, I like people who are more introverted. My husband is an introvert. Lisa, you're introverted. My other best friend, introverted. I don't like, like, I'm enough. I'm enough. And I I don't need, like, another person. There is someone for everyone. And so I'm always amazed when I'm on these calls. And people are like, I don't know that I can do it. I'm like, hell yes, you can. And really, I I have to find the quote. There is a quote from Jay-Z. I keep quoting Jay-Z and, like, (laughs) It's a Jay Z. If you're listening to this, <laughs> I call him Jigaman. A, uh, yeah, J yeah. J yeah. J and B. Yeah, that's, I think that's what B. B calls him. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. my girl, yeah. my best friend, um, Beyonce. Um, if you are listening to this, I'm sorry, but there is a quote that basically says the only difference between those who are successful and those who are not are the people who just do it anyway or who keep doing it. And I absolutely believe in that. And I've been in the business a long time where. There have been challenges and things that throw me and things that make me like, 
want to pack it all in. And I'm like, no, I have, I have that like higher purpose. I really want to do it. And that does keep me going, but anyone can do anything. And, and the real differentiator is like, number one, doing shit, doing it, and then continuing to do it. And I'm not Tony Robbins, but I'm just speaking from my own experience. Um, and I felt like when you came into this and you were saying that, I'm like, oh my God, of course you're going to do it. And now <laughs> look at you. Um, Zara has a wait list that's three to four weeks long. Um, and that's not, and it, like people adore her. Your connection with folks is is so important and real. And I really think that um, you also have that higher purpose. Like you really want everyone to know that sleep is awesome. And I think that will always drive you. So I'm, I'm just so happy it all came and you're, you're living your best life. Yes, I am too. And yes, that is my purpose. Like I I just literally, it's like, I don't even try to talk about it all the time. And I tell myself like, you need to stop talking about sleep like everywhere you go. Cause I'm always either (laughs) texting my clients about sleep or, but it like, it's, it's like, but it always comes up because it always comes up. At the spa yesterday, like the two other girls in, in the, in the, in the hot tub were talking about dream feeds. And I was like, Dream feeds? I, I tried those. It didn't work. I got you, like, girl. <laughs> you, you just have like a card in your bathing suit. Put that. It comes up everywhere and truly like, you know, supporting my clients. It doesn't feel like work. It feels like mm-hmm. something that I'm passionate about and I love to help. I love to help. Like I always tell my clients, like there's no wrong time to message me if I'm offline. Like I just, I, I'll see it when I wake up. Like you're not going to interrupt yeah. me because I know mom brain. Like, you know, if, if, you, yeah. if you think about it in the moment, you'll forget about it the next morning. So just message yeah. me, you know, there's no right or wrong. There's no bad questions. Like I'm here. I've, I've seen it all. I've done it all. I've tried it all. Um, and yeah. I just want to help. And it truly like, it's just, it's a privilege to be here and to be supporting people um, and getting them sleep. Like it's so yeah. life changing. Ah. I feel like we get ex- addicted to the results as well for our clients where it's like, and this is another thing where folks have such low expectations when people get on the phone and they're like, well, you know, I would be happy with just this. And we're like, we're going to get you like 12 hours of sleep. And they're like, no, no. And you're like, yes, I am. And then you do. Um, they, they don't believe you, which is crazy. I'm always amazed when people are like, I honestly didn't think that it would happen. I'm like, then why did you hire me and then give me money <laughs> if you that? didn't think it was going to happen? But thank you. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, Zara, what do – so when you are not um, – like working with families and sleep training, um, clients, what do you love to do in your spare time? Like what would I, where would I find you? At the spa. I think we established that. At a pool. Yeah. 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 I'm a big, like I'm a big sort of person. It's like make the most of, of whatever the season that you're in is. Right. And so like, if it's like, so my, in my spare time, I like to just to get out to do things, you know, see new things, try things. It's fall. So, I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, the fall walks and the leaves 
Yes. I, you know, summer. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, everything is very fleeting, like seasons and all of that. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I just, I like to just kind of be present and try to enjoy like the moment that you're in. And I think that's grounded me a lot in terms of just everything that I've been through and my parenting journey around, like, we can't predict the future. We can't, you know, nothing in life is guaranteed at the end of the day, but you can just kind of, you know, get through each day, live, like live in the moment as much as you can. And that kind of helps me with my own anxiety um, of just kind of each it's one day at a time. Right. And Mm so that that's, like where you'll find me, it could be like anywhere. Anyway, I love, yeah. I like, like love trying new things, new experiences, meeting new people. Um, yeah. I love that. Are you like, can you be someone who, um, can embrace winter? Like, do you like winter? Can you get there? I, I embrace it for a while until the like bitter cold happens. Yeah. Like I love the snowfall, like it, when it's pretty and it's like not too cold when it hits February and it's like negative, like 30. Yeah. Um, although I heard that t- this winter is going to be like a, mi- like a more mild winter, which might oh. mean more snowfall. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can embrace like anything. I mean, I, in an ideal one, especially now that I'm doing this job, like I, I don't, I can like, I can be anywhere. I don't have to necessarily yeah. live in Canada, um, which is the wild thought. And my husband's like, I know. okay, let's one step at a time. But <laughs> <laughs> you sound, so it's so funny. Um, I'm trying to think if my husband will be mad if I share this. I don't think so. Um, he also doesn't listen to this podcast. So I can literally say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But I just had to tell him, I was like, hey, you follow me on Instagram. I see that you watch my stuff. Can you like engage with my comment or my content? Like, give me a like. And he's like, all right. Okay. I'm like, you're already on it. It's not like you have to seek it out. But he's such a like like a lurker, I think, in a lot of ways. And I'm like, exactly the same, like exactly the same as my husband. Like all the time. I'm like, did you, I'm like, did you see what I posted? He's like, yeah. I'm like, but you didn't even like it. He's like, but I I saw it. I don't really like, like, I don't like, I'm like, oh my goodness. Mm. Really? Sorry. (laughs) Not about Mitch Marner. Like, sorry. (laughs) Um, yeah. So uh, like my husband is like kind of, you know, us, move, we moved from Toronto about an hour out, hour and a half outside of Toronto to Stratford, which is like a suburban community theater town. It's small. Um, it's closer to my husband's family. And um, it's been awesome. Like, we're really happy we did it. But the thought, like, this was a four-year discussion um, potentially longer about whether or not we were going to pull the trigger to do it. We looked at real estate very seriously, um, in the years before we moved. Uh, then we like, we really made like a crazy wish list. And when all of the things on the wish list kind of came true, we moved, but the, the concept of moving, I like, my husband is very change adverse and like, likes routine. So lately he's just been like, let's go abroad. You can work anywhere. Let's go. I'm like, yeah, right. (laughs) We're going abroad, abroad where like he gets these like funny little things. I'm like, all right, like I'm the person who does shit. I do shit. I will do it. No problem. I'm not really like, I think I grew up like we moved a lot growing up. So I'm not really, there can be some like excitement in that new challenge. Um, 
and I don't mind it, but it's like, I, I challenge my husband. It's like, yeah, you can work from anywhere. I can work from anywhere. Just close to an airport. I'm like, yeah, okay. It took you four years to move an hour and a half away. You're talking like- Into a community you want. A hundred percent. That's close to your family. Yeah. Like, what are you talking right. about? Yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? Like, literally, we moved um, essentially around the corner for my husband's business partner, one of my best friends. Like, it's so great in so many ways. And he was like, Oh God. Well, I mean, when we actually moved, it was a very like scary decision. Um, mostly because we bought a house at the start of the pandemic where no one knew like what was happening. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm totally with you in last year, especially well, last two years in the pandemic, really trying to embrace all of the seasons. Trying. I'm like an old season family. It's like, just go outside, guys, kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, I buy all the things. You have all the gear. We got to get outside. We ski. Yeah. We love the beach. We love it all. Well, yeah. you are, um, like, from a place that is quite cold. I'm from um, Kazakhstan, and I'm yeah. Kazakhstani. But oh, what wow. I'm saying I know is that. that we don't say you- I'm Russian anymore because it's a... Uh, we're not supposed to say uh, that. <laughs> no, just it's kidding. not. Um, yes. But you, I feel like it's in your blood to be outside. Like you are very like, you've and always, always been, hot. Yeah, I'm always too warm. Always hot. Yeah. <laughs> so true. You are constantly. Even, hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> I'm always cold. I'm always cold. I'm always cold. I'm not supposed to be here, I don't think. And I've I've shared this before on this podcast where I did an ancestry DNA test. Surely we're going to find out that I meant to be somewhere quite hot. And it's like, you are the whitest. (laughs) You thought that was the whitest? Let's add a little bit more white there. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, it was like like primarily Scottish, Irish, British. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's really white and colonialist and then it was like oh that's not white enough you're also from sweden denmark and norway (laughs) that is my genetic makeup (laughs) so there you go crazy um it is crazy actually um yeah so i would uh, zara what do you what if you were like speaking to you circa you know two years ago now um what do you wish you knew or what would you wish someone said to you two years ago? Because I feel like you're you're in such a unique – haha, you hit your mic, Lisa. I know. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out. <laughs> I wanted the listeners to know that wasn't me and I haven't hit my mic once. That's what I wanted. Petty bitch, that's who I am. Um I So Zara, like I'm thinking, you know, so many folks would resonate with your story. What do you wish someone said, or what do you wish you knew um, that you know now on the other side, assisting all of these families? Oh my God, there's, there's so much, (laughs) there's so much, but I mean, like, I think it's just that it it gets better. It it will get better. I think the first year was the hardest and you, you think it's supposed to be the best because you have this cute, adorable baby. And when I look back at pictures, he was absolutely, my son, his name's Aiden was absolutely adorable. And, and, but those moments and those times are a blur to me, um, simply because I wasn't sleeping well. Um, 
And, and so, you know, it, it gets better and it doesn't have to be like, it's not the only good, fun, like amazing time of parenthood that you will have. It gets better. Yes, and yes. every season, like just back to kind of every season and every kind of age has its own different kind of unique thing to it. And it's like, so, I mean, like, I would say like the one to two kind of phase for me has been much more, the independence is so much easier just seeing his personality, the words, like him talking, like it's, I'm enjoying it in a different way. Um, and that it gets, it gets easier and there is support. There is help. You know, even when you think like, no, I don't need it. Like it it doesn't make you any less to need the support. Um, and I think that's a big kind of negative thought that I had. I was like, no, no, like I can do it on my own. Like I, I can figure this out. Like and, and in my community, it's a lot of like, you need a sleep consultant. Like this is even a thing. Like, you know, why can't people just figure it out themselves? It's just, there's so much judgment and it's okay. It's okay. All, yeah. that, all of that is just put it aside. Do what's right for you. If you yeah. are needing some support and you need help, it's there. You know, we're here. Um, reach out yeah. to us and, and, you know, we got you. Yeah, and nobody knows what you need better than you and your partner, right? And setting your kid up for success in every area of life is what we do as parents, right? So I believe that having a successful sleeping baby is just like, oh. It's yeah. just nights still- open up, dates open yeah. up, you know, like you can live a totally. whole life after seven yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Can you even and imagine? If, honestly. And if it's not, it's also okay. Like if you don't want to yeah. sleep training, if you want to, I have tons of friends who, who just would not, like they would not want to do it. They would not yes. want to sleep training. That's okay. And like, of I always course. like, I think you've talked about this too, man. It's like, we, I don't care what you do. I genuinely do not care if yep. you want a contact nap, co-sleep do whatever you want to do. Um, you know, it, it's your journey and this, this is totally your journey. Um, and so, yeah, like I just knew, I just know that my journey was not going to be the journey I wanted being sleep deprived. Like I just, yeah. it wasn't going to work for me. And it just, the mental health aspects and honestly, like why we sleep the book uh, by Matthew Walker, like it, it just, it resonated so much with me because sleep is genuinely like it affects everything which I didn't even know like how impactful sleep is not only in infancy but all the way through your entire life right um and just just how it's linked to so many other sort of issues right so yeah what I found I mean I have so many things to say about this and and yes to everything that you said really quick about the Matthew Walker reference I don't think most scientists know I don't think most doctors know because sleep science is relatively new it's only like if you think about the study of various functions we've had like hundreds of years of study when we think about sleep sleep was just starting to be studied in the 1950s which is pretty crazy, right? Like less than a hundred years of, of research, people kind of like thought it was something that can kind of come and go. And we know so much, um, more about that now. Um, and what I really found fascinating in my work, in my studies as a social worker is the very, like when you're learning, um, therapy modalities, the very first thing you look at as a baseline is sleep in everything. So I will do a CBT course. I will do like a DBT course. I will do all of these modalities. And they say, don't do anything until the following things are rectified. Number one being sleep. And so I'm, I'm always very curious where it's like, well, you know, when folks say, 
oh, you know, the baby isn't meant to sleep or the baby shouldn't sleep or that's normal. And it's like, yeah, but we live in abnormal situations. We don't have the support we had before. So we have to change things up. Um, One of the things that I was on my way in to Toronto last night, I was listening to the mom room podcast with Rena and she, um, I've been on that podcast a few times. If you want to go listen to it, but she had her mom on and her mom in this episode, it was such a good episode where she said, everything that you are dealing with for the first time feels insurmountable until you are over it. And then you kind of, it feels so different and it can be all consuming. It feels like it's never going to end, but everything ends. And I thought that was like a nice message from the future. Do you know what I mean? Like from this mom who's like done it. And I was, I was trying to put myself there where it's like the challenges that I'm, I'm facing right now with my kids you know, right now it's sleep for many of you who are listening to this. And then it's going to be, I don't have a best friend in grade one. It's going to be, and then it's like stuff that like, it feels insurmountable until you're through it. So like trade one thing for another. And this is why like a really big philosophy, philosophy in baby's best sleep is not to obsess over this sleep. Like, because this can be all consuming and we don't want to replace your initial anxiety of not sleeping with the new one of how to like covet this amazing sleep experience, because Uh guess what? There's going to be a million other challenges along the way um, that require your attention and focus. (laughs) We really take, I think, a balanced approach to sleep and Um, that's for good reason. We don't want you to obsess. We don't want you to like make it your main focus um, because you're not going to be in the moment. You're not going to be in those seasons. They are fleeting. And who the fuck cares about a mishap one day? I don't. It's not going to change your life. No, exactly. Live your best life. Live your best life. Don't like sleep. Sleep is, it's going to come. It's going to go. But making those memories is like way more Mm -hmm. important. And you will thank Amen. yourself, your your past self for doing those things. Um, and I, I, I didn't have the opportunity to see that because I was a pandemic parent and there was nothing happening. So mm-hmm. like it wasn't until the next year that I was like, wow, like how I survived that. And like, like parents oh. who do like who go through that is just it's really hard. And yeah. So now that they like you can do things, do things, do the things, enjoy yes. those naps on the go, skip those naps yes. if you have to. Like it's yeah, it's not it's gonna be okay I promise it will yeah yeah say yes to going to Toronto whatever (laughs) the insurmountable tasks that you have in front of you just do it guys (laughs) this feels personal um (laughs) Lisa any final thoughts before we end this episode I just want to say the same thing like I just think that I used to get stuck in that thing that's like oh my gosh I had so many things planned to do today like today was going to be the day to like give me that space to like get have a successful tomorrow or the weekend or whatever it is and then you're just like so stuck on like, you know, if if your routine didn't work out or if that nap didn't happen or if they only slept, you know, in the car and you have no other. It's just like, yes, I I get I still can get stuck with those kind of things. But yes, that's such a good parenting um, 
little tidbit is just like every day is a new day and tomorrow your kid will be like could be a completely different kid like you know yeah, and it totally. happens all of the time and just yeah. like a blink of an eye and they're different and it's all doable and all you'll able to be able to handle all of it at Amen. some point I don't know <laughs> Tell yeah. me Amen. <laughs> we'll find out yeah. on that note we will end today's episode by thanking everyone. Zara, where can folks find you? Find me at BBS underscore Zara on Instagram. Um, obviously on the website as well. You know, book a call with me. Um, and I, I'd love to hear from you guys. Yay. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming. You can find all of us at babiesbestsleep.com on our Instagram at babiesbestsleep. You can listen to the podcast, which you're already doing. You can go see what we look like and what we wore during today's episode on the, on the YouTube, on the YouTube. YouTube. And make sure (laughs) when you're on the YouTube, you click a little subscribe. Okay. Cause that's nice for us. And the podcast. I know. I was just going to say, listen, do you know how powerful a review is? Like, it's almost like Apple throws everything down and just like shares our podcast with everyone. If you leave a little review, I know it's hard to get people to do things on the internet because this is essentially what I do for a living. But if you could go do that, we'd really appreciate it. We'd love you so much. It's your way of saying thank you. There's no ads on this podcast. Okay. So what I need for you to do is like and subscribe and review. Anyway, that's a lot for me. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great day or night or whenever you're listening to this. 